Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Happiness Is podcast with me, your host, Bruce Edison from Happiness Eggshape. We're back. We've got a hundred or so episodes in the can and we are going again. Today is one of those days where it feels like just get your comfy slippers and a cup of coffee and enjoy the chat, which wasn't really where this guy's reputation came from, I wouldn't have thought. But I feel like I know him so well and I think we've only actually met once, possibly twice before. As part of the Samurai family, he has been all over the place. He's now on the circuit with GB7s. He's got a fantastic reputation. There are a lot of stories that he probably can't share with us, but we'll see how many we can eke out of him on this. He is the one and the only Mr. Nick Wakeley. Hello, sir. Hiya, bud. Hell of an introduction. Cheers, pal. I owe you for that. Well, you're a hell of a man. Uh, you know, let's go with the samurai bit because you've got it on. You you must just have a wardrobe full of this stuff. Oh, do you know what? You'd be you'd be surprised. The the my my brother seems to time his visits over to my house impeccably, and the minute I come back from a tournament, uh, you know, I I just hear his boot close and off he goes. Um, it's uh, yeah. There's uh, there's, there's been a lot taken to be fair, but yeah, it's, it's some good stash to be fair. And you've been around. I mean, you're you're always there or thereabouts with Samurai. There's a few very recognisable faces, and you're one of them. It's given you a huge amount. Oh, mate, it's incredible. You know, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be coaching where where I am today if it wasn't for the opportunities that 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 Sanzi and Co have given me. Really, it's um, you know, it's 
it's an incredible um, it's an incredible team and one where I've been lucky to play with some of the best players in the world and you know lucky enough to 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 coach some of them as well so yeah it's it's you know and, and obviously you know when you're being coached by people like you know Mike Friday um, you know Colin Hillman um, there's 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 too many to mention but it's it's sort of the way that you, you sort of form your own uh, coaching philosophies you know it's you know coaching at the end of the day is a bit of plagiarism you end up uh, you end up taking what you want from from certain coaches and certain things that worked well in in, in your experience and and you know uh, hodgepodging it together in in you know to form some sort of identity that that, that you want to coach you know and it's uh, as I say that's the samurai is just yeah taking me around the world there and back probably about 10 times uh, give me some decent stash and, and some pretty incredible uh, uh, life experiences. Yeah, you've done a pretty decent job of hodgepodging it together. When you when you were playing, did you ever did, was coaching the the future? Did you always know that was going to happen? Uh, that's a good question. I I don't think I did really. Um, I I sort of uh, playing t- probably from about seventeen eighteen years old with Samurai, um, and then. You know, I just just obviously had the Wales thing, um, you know, in between and, and trying to, you know, get forward with a professional 15s career as well um, and, and trying to match both of them up, which which was was a bit of a struggle. But, it, you know, it was a great experience. And um, for me, it was just something that um, I just thought never really seemed like work. It was just an incredible sort of uh, hobby and a passion. Um, and I thought that obviously doing the samurai things, it would, you know, in my transition from from a player, um, you know, it just it, it would sort of help me in and not having that sort of camaraderie and not having that feeling. And all of a sudden before, you know, before too long, I was working with my old man in the accountancy firm and thinking, oh, this is painful. Uh um, and, uh, yeah, it's, you know, to be fair, I, I've absolutely loved coaching the, the, the minute I, uh, uh, held a whistle to my mouth and, um, you know, obviously a chance of, of, of looking at the game, you know, like we do there and, and it's, it's, yeah, it's been, you know, fun, challenging, you know, I've got a fair few gray hairs. Um, this is a filter, by the way, my, uh, my hair is completely the same color as the background. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, as, as I say, it's, it's, it's given me so much. And I, I sort of, the, the moment that, you know, that I was in tournaments and, and coaching, that's, that's all I wanted to be. Um, and it very quickly became that the passion became a, a, a job. Yeah, rugby's kind of standard where you're from background. I, I get it. But what was it that, made that become the thing you said it was your passion did could you have looked in the crystal ball and seen playing at the level you played at coaching at the level you coached that or did you have another plan uh i actually wanted to be a footballer um my dad was a footballer um my, my brother was a footballer so it was um i was just crap at it uh <laughs> I, I, spent, I spent far too long kicking people in the air um and it was it was um Actually, without without uh, name dropping uh, too too much, um, I went to school with a bloke called Ryan Jones. You, you may know he captained uh, the the <clears throat> Welsh team for a number of years. But I think I can remember about fourteen, fifteen. Neither of us made the under 15s Wales uh, football squad. 
And I can just remember us in, in BZEG school sort of seeing a poster of a rugby trial and not having a clue on any of the positions or, or anything of, of, you know, what was going on. I put myself down as number eight because <laughs> it, it wasn't a, a complex uh, position. And then we put him down as uh, outside half. So Ryan played fly half the school and I played number eight. And then I quickly realised that getting my feet stamped on was the bane of my existence. So I moved into the backs. And um, yeah, as I say, that was it then. Got the rugby bug and, um, you know, sort of uh, club rugby with like Risker. And I just, yeah, you know, as soon as I played the game, it, it was a dream that that to become a, a, a professional. And so I had that opportunity at a young age and, um you know, it, it went from it, it was a it was a big roller coaster ride at the time because the regional rugby was coming in, and obviously we went from I had a few years' experience in the Premiership, like it was before regions, and and you know that was that was you know incredible. But you know we went from twelve teams to to four or five at, at the time, so there's a lot of Welsh people have missed out. So that's when I made my trek up north. Um, and, and carried on the dream really up there. And as I say, it's, um, you know, it's, it, the game gave me so much. I was, I was just so passionate to try and try and achieve, you know, as much as I could in the game. And, you know, the people like, you know, I met along the way, like Terry and, and Colin and Colin gave me my first opportunity with Wales sevens, which I'll be forever grateful for. Cause he was, you know, uh, uh, a hell of a bloke, hell of a coach, um, and uh, yeah, as I say, just sort of kick kick through with it with that. But yeah, it it seems a bit like a blur when when I look back and and sort of see the things that 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 we've done and achieved, which is which is pretty cool. But you know, I don't spend too long in the in the past and and keep looking forward at some exciting things coming up. Yeah, you've got plenty of that. Go and talk me through. You said it. I, I didn't realise. I, I didn't realise that football was the first love. That's where I was, and I was hopeless. But I realised much earlier than you did that I was hopeless. Uh, what was the bug? What is the bug that you caught? Uh, do you know, I think when you're playing like youth rugby, I think the the off-field stuff of, of actually how you are in a team is is just so unrelatable to to football it was nothing i'd ever experienced before it was you know 15 having a drink in risk of rugby club well my mum and dad are there and i'm like what is going on here and going away on tour and just that 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 um you know the bond you get with those the, the those guys off the field which which just i'd never experienced before in all honesty and and that's really what gave you the bug because you know, for love nor money, they wouldn't have it in football. It's um, and and you know, as I say, I, I never experienced a, a, a full professional uh, football uh, outfit. But as I say, it, it, you know, as soon as rugby gave me that bug, there was no looking back. So club rugby, and you know, where most start, it's maybe not quite with the pros now. But when you were coming through, as you said, the game didn't really know what it was. It didn't really have a direction. Everybody was making up professional rugby as they went along, and the four home unions all went a sort of different way. Were you aware of any of that or were you just trying your best to be the best player you could be and let the politicians sort that stuff out? Oh, yeah. It, like, it was hard not to try and get involved because I remember at the time David Moffat got involved in Welsh rugby and all of a sudden he was pulling out the A-team and he, he, he pulled funding from the sevens. And that's actually the reason we... Um, 
uh, we had to qualify for the World Cup. The World Cup the Wales won. Well, people don't know this, but we actually had to qualify for that. So we had to go to like, um, I think it was Copenhagen. We even went to Georgia. Um, we had to play a tournament in Georgia and they were in the middle of a scuffle with Russia. So we were left in a hotel. We were locked in a hotel with missiles flying in the distance and we were just like, oh Jesus Christ! We, we, what are we, what have we got here? And and Andy Powell was with us, and uh, yeah, literally the only man to leave the hotel standard. Um, but he was, um, it, you know, it, it was sort of time where we didn't know whether the sevens program was coming or going. Uh, we ended up, we ended up qualifying for that World Cup, and um, you know, to this day, I, I really want to uh, thank John Z for letting me do the qualifying tournaments and then dropping me for the World Cup. <laughs> Which the the bastards went on to win, which uh, yeah, I'm 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 clearly over it. Uh, but to be fair, you know, we brought Tommy Isaacs in, and he was flying, and and that you know that World Cup team were just incredible. Just sort of watching it, half in tears, half in uh, half in just awe that that you know that's that's sevens. You know, it can it can all happen. Just you know, so easy like that. You you put a string of games together and it just clicks and, and fair play to the guys, they, they got it right. But uh, yeah, some 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 fun times along the way. Yeah, the, the, I mean, those are stories that very few people can tell. You then, you, you get into it and you're into rugby and that, that becomes what you do. Did you still love it as much when there was the pressure of being involved in the professional game? Yeah, I think you. I think you've got to love what you do. You you've got to love what you do to be good at it. I think is 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 the honest answer. I think that um, honestly, um, you know, I've, I've I've made I've made like plenty of mistakes in the game. It's plenty of mistakes in my coaching career and 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 playing career. And if I could go back, you 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 love to sort of have a word with yourself and 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 give you some yourself some pretty strong words. But you know, for me, it's. Um, yeah, like even the hardest of days, the hardest of pre-seasons, you know, and I've had some absolute lunatics taking uh, pre-season, um, you know, from from sales S&C to World Sevens and, you know, Colin Hillman's sessions where we weren't allowed to touch the ball until we were literally breathing out of our ass. So our sessions would be fully focused on what's the point in doing skills when you're fresh? You might as well do it when you're absolutely knackered. So there, there wasn't a ball included in our sevens training for about 30, 40 minutes. But, you know, even those days you look back and, and you absolutely love because, you know, there was there was no other way to get through it. I think you, you'd be a very unhappy person if uh, if you didn't enjoy the hard times as well as the good ones. Made the bonds between you and the teammates even stronger? Oh, definitely. Adversity does that. You know, we, you know, without without breaking sweat, I think that whole um, that whole mindset of 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 putting you into dark places. You know, this is what the game's about, whether it's sevens or fifteens. You know, s- surviving and pushing through that and keep moving forward. And uh, you know, it it does just 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 bond bond teams together. You know, so quickly and and so effectively. Who are the players that you were in that alongside, and you thought he's got it? He's He's the real deal. Oh, good question. Um, uh, you know, I've I've played with people like uh, Mark Bright. I'd say he was 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 an unbelievable uh, an unbelievable sevens technique. He's still playing now. Still is. <laughs> I think he's fifty seven. Still, still probably top in the tri charts in the championship somewhere. Um, but you know, it's it's 
they, they, you know, there's incredible, incredible players. Like, I, you know, um, oh gosh, I'd have to, uh, I'd have to credit, like credit people like Fraser as well, Crossy. You know, these guys, I, I didn't really, uh, I didn't play with Crossy so much, but in terms of coaching him, was just, you know, we, we, they were incredible, um, incredible sevens players and, and could push themselves to those dark places. And, and that's what, you know, that's what the game is about. When, when you know, clutch moments in games, they come up with the goods um, and, you know, they, they, they were in, in, incredible to coach and, and, and to play alongside. It was, um, I was very lucky with, with that playing with some great people. Um, you know, even, even in the 15s environment, uh, I was lucky enough to be in, you know, involved with sale and, and people like, you know, your Wigglesworth, you know, Oriel Ripple, who was a great sevens player as well. Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's plenty that I could probably chew your ear off for about an hour with that. Yeah. So why sevens then? Because it's a stupid game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <I> knew <laughs> Very good question. Uh, absolutely crazy. And it used to be more crazy. Like, you know, people talk about, People talk about how the game has, has, has come on physically and they're bigger athletes that run faster and run harder. It was like, geez, yeah, but we only used to go to tournaments with 10 people and uh, you, you play seven games in a day. And then the final will be 10 minutes each, each off. Wait, just, wait, wait, who made that rule? Why was the final longer? It was mayhem. You'd have like a final where there'd be bodies just strewn all over the field and like, you know, Serevi carving through about five bodies lying on the floor. And there's two two men left standing. Um, but it was, yeah, normally one of those would be Richie Pugh or Gareth Williams who's still chasing bastards all around the field. But it's, um, yeah, it, it used to be absolutely the the you know, one of the most loneliest places times when when you were in those those sort of finals and, and playing six, seven times in a day with with almost 20, 30 minute downtime. And then you'd be like, right, we've got to warm up again. <laughs> and those warm ups turn turned into just, you know, oh, do we have to? Do we, you know, do we just throw throw a pass around a little bit and be ready. But it, it, it you know it, it was it was a different challenge and, and and you know I do I do see the game as as uh you know massively come on and it just sevens was just a way of 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 challenging myself that that I never really experienced in you know in fifteens, you know, playing you know back three and center, you know, you can you can play 60, 70 minutes and touch a ball twice. You know, in 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 more more so in those days, um, but it's uh, it, it was just something that that I I never knew a challenge like it. And as I say, you 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 know when you want to gauge your character in 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 times of hardship, then then a game like that was was just something that appealed to me for some mental reason. Who who gave you the shoulder tap for samurai? Did you know about samurai before you got got invited? Uh, Colin. Colin, Colin, I think was the one who put me uh, into Samurai, and I played my first tournament, I believe, in Kumtawe, probably about ninety eight or ninety nine, something along those lines. Um, and yeah, it was just you know from then it was what you're going to Rome. Oh yeah, okay, I'll, I'll come. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, and you know, going to Kenya, and you know, it was just like oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, did it did it matter that we, we, we don't get paid or it was just along the lines of, yeah, I, I want to be involved in this. And, 
you know, even from the, you know, those days, 20, 25 years ago, you know, samurai were always, were always one step ahead of the, the, the curve with you no know, kit, care, physio, coaching, you know, we, we didn't want for anything. Um, and that was, that was just, that, that made it feel like a family. And, and for me, it just, why I probably never played for anyone else. Was there moments where you were almost pinching yourself? I can't believe I'm in Kenya playing sevens or I, I can't believe I'm on the pitch alongside this guy. Oh yeah. There's some surreal moments. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think towards the end of, towards the end of my playing career I think is you know we had Middlesex sevens and and Sanzi pulled out all the big guns there and you know first time I played with Collins and Humphrey um who else was it there were I think it was Zar Lawrence there were there were there were so many there was South African Maria Schumann um Maria Schumann it was it, we were like fully loaded and I was going what am I doing <laughs> so far out of my depth um, but it was just, yeah, in, in, you know, incredible to play with some of those players. It's, it is, it, you know, you do pinch yourself and, you know, you end up in Kenya going to an elephant sanctuary and you're like, what, how did I get here? What, what is, what was this about? You know? And, and I think that, you know, the, the one thing that Samurai always believed in was, was, you know, you, you put it out there and you sort of emptied the tanks for, for Terry. That was that was the only thing we were in control of is, is what we put out. And if you if you did put out for him and, and really empty the tanks, he he'd reward you with with tournaments and, and loyalty, which which I wanted to give back to him in spades. Yeah, you've definitely done that. So you then start this idea of maybe being a coach. You said you've and you're you're a very honest guy. I've made lots of mistakes, but you've also done some bloody good things too. When you were starting to become a coach, you said about influences. Are you aware of you influencing other people now? Can you see that in yourself now? Uh good question. No, I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever thought thought of myself like that really. Um it's yeah, it's something that that yeah, I don't think um, I don't think I'm wired that way to think of of my influence over over other coaches up and coming. I, I you know, I, I still keep in touch with a lot of players that I've coached. I still, you know, um, I still will, you know, will stand by anything I've said sort of post tournament. And if you ever need a helping hand or a chat or something along those lines, then then I'll be there for them. Just because that sort of environment that, that Samurai creates, you do feel like a family. You do feel like those, those bonds, uh, you know, get generated very quick and um, you try and, you try and put yourself out there for, for, for the team and, and, you know, the, the, the friends that you, well, you become very, uh, very friendly, very quick. And it's um, yeah, as I say, I, I, I wouldn't say really, you know, I, uh, much time has gone into thinking of myself like that. I, I you know, I, I look more to, people that have influenced me and, and, you know, doing my job and, and trying to, you know, help players in the next generation, you know, come forward. Because there's a massively high chance that players you've coached are going to be in the position or a similar position you're in now. They're going to become coaches and they're going to be saying, I've taken some of what he's got and I've put it into my hodgepodge. That, that's quite a powerful position to be in. Yeah, it's it. You know, um, I remember Sean Holly talking to me on a, a level three course once, and he said, um, and it, it always stuck with me. He said, uh, 
coaching should be a fraternity. You know, it should be, you know, it should be an opportunity for you to pick up the phone, sort of chew the fat with someone, speak about tactics, speak about rugby. You know, it's 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 that mentality of of you know trying to keep everything secret, you know, what you've got, no one else should know. And it's, you know, that sort of environment, you know, does, does nothing for me. I, I, I do really believe that, that, um, and that was, you know, in, in all honesty, the most fun part about uh, getting qualified in and, you know, as a coach and doing my level three and level four with the WRU, you know, for me, the, the, the best bit about it was, was actually, you know, having the other coaches there with me, talking through things, checking, challenging, you know, they were, they were, you know, the way they facilitated that I thought was, was, was fantastic. And, you know, the best part, you know, about it and, and, you know, you still have these little pick up these little conversation with coaches along the way. And as I say, any, any player that I've coached previously or is getting into coaching and, and, you know, wants to chew the fat there, I'm only, uh, only a phone call away. Um, I'm going to change my number after this, but yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's all good. The the bit I love about coaching courses is not necessarily the coaching course; it's the coffee and the lunch and the those in where you just get round a table and somebody opens a can of worms. And sometimes you're in it, and sometimes you're just listening and observing. Now the sevens sort of show that you know you, you must spend a heap of time in the company of opposition coaches in the hotel over a coffee, over a beer. That must be an amazing learning opportunity. Oh, it is, mate. It, it honestly is. It's, um, you know, that's that's the real, you know, why I feel so lucky in part of the game, being around people who think differently, um, who've got sort of, you know, different opinions about certain ways the game's played. And, and that's the joy of sevens is there is no one set way of playing. I think that you can see from the World Series and, you know, even, you know, I, I did the, um, you know, I did my presentation on, on my level four uh, regarding the evolution of sevens and how the game has, has sort of evolved. And, you know, Christ, I can remember playing it where we were running backwards, throwing the ball 20, 30 metres back just to not take contact. And then sort of within years, you, you, you're flipping it to, all of a sudden, um, you know, you're trying to smash it up the middle to stop Fiji from getting in your passing lines. And all of a sudden, you know, teams are now, I remember Scotland doing it on the World Series, you know, um, like leaving the rucks and all of a sudden coming round on the other side. But, you know, there's no offside lines. And, you know, even way before Italy did that to England in, um, in, in the Six Nations, uh, you know, for me, the game evolves so quick. And, and as I say, the, you know, sevens coaches, I, I do believe, are, are quite an innovative bunch. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's great to pick their brains. It, you know, it can, you know, there are some people out there that, that, that like to uh, keep their cards right by there. Um, but, you know, it's, all, it's always good trying to mess with their brains uh, and, 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 you know, give them, give them stuff that you're, uh, you're definitely not planning to do. I'll give you an example. We were in, we were in, uh, we were in the, we were in the hotel uh, last week, and um, Meg, uh, Meg Jones is is hell of a character. But She's she, class. She just decided to put uh, a load of fake information on the clipboard and just leave it there overnight. So when people are coming in the meetings and put GB moves down and, and where we were kicking off and just absolute rubbish basically. And this move which switched about. 
five, six different times and a little drawn out with names. And yeah, it's, it's always good trying to mess with people. But uh, as I say, it's uh, in, in general, it's a, it's a pretty uh, innovative, special place to be. Yeah, it's it's cool. There's a couple of things there. First one, you, you must bump into a whole of the samurai mates, former teammates, people you've coached on the circuit because there's so many of them. You know, I love it when it's like Comi Games or Olympics, and Dino will put out that stat that says, "Here's the number of samurai coaches at this competition. Here's the number of players. Here's the." Is there a is there a special bond between those people? Yeah, there is. Yeah, normally someone stands behind me when I'm when I'm talking to someone from this played with samurai, just screams rugby friends, samurai <laughs> friends, uh, which is which is ultimately annoying. But yeah, it's it's uh, from all from all over the nations, really. You know, there's the you know that's the that, that's been Sansi's mo in samurai of of bringing nations together. We've we've coached and played in tournaments with six seven different nationalities and and um you know obviously meeting those guys you know it was great to it was great to catch up with with pablo obviously um uh before uh before he moved on with spain he was obviously uh i'd, I'd coached him at, at samurai and to see you know what he'd done with that spanish program and, and how he come on as a coach it was um yeah it does make you feel old but uh on on the other end it uh you know, it, it it is it is great to see him, uh, you know, develop and and you know even even Pac-Man now, uh, the the new sevens coach uh, for Spain, he's he's a samurai boy as well, played out in Kenya for us, uh, was a fantastic ten uh, and a halfback and as I say, it's uh, yeah, I, you know, I can go through the list probably like Dino is is just insane when you're seeing people and and you know everyone that's that's really been you know. Um, well, experienced the samurai, the samurai opportunity of, of of playing these tournaments around the world, and and the experience of the samurai family. There's 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 a huge amount of people there. Yeah, class. Uh, I've I've spoken to a couple of coaches recently, um, and I wonder if you were this player when you were playing, would you have gone to the coach and said, "I've had an idea," or "What about this?" Um, probably not. Um, probably not with the, um, at the start of my career, definitely not. I was, I was doing whatever Colin told me or Mike told me, or do you know what I mean? It was, it was just very much, um, I, I, I think there's a difference in, in nationality. Do you know what I mean? They're like, I, I always found this a coaching, you know, well. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. English, 
you know, the Welsh boys would be like, you know, just tell us what to do. You know, what are we doing? We're doing this. And, and you know, an English mentality is, yeah, but why are we doing this? You know, what, what what's the reason? So there are, you know, I, I suppose as a Welshman playing, I would, I would, yeah, probably seek that, that clarity of what I'm supposed to do. Um, and and just go out there and do it. I think towards the end of my career, I'd, I'd do it naturally with with the amount of sort of experience I I I, I thought I gathered, um, and and maybe maybe challenged a little bit more towards the end of the career. But as I say, most of the time I'd I'd like to do what I was told. So now, as a coach, do you welcome that from players? Do you see so some of the players you've got in your squad just now are pretty smart customers? Do you involve them in some of the planning and preparations? Yeah, you've got to. That's that. That's where the games evolved, really. In my, in my eyes, the the you know the dictatorial way of coaching, I think, is 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 massively dying out. And you've only got to look at some of the dictatorial characters and and um you know the the, the those sort of style of coaches that are losing their jobs currently because you know for me you you've got to have that buy-in. You've got to have that player. Um, player reaction and, and and investment into what you're trying to do and and challenge you as much as you challenge them. I think it's a healthy environment. Um, as I say, it's 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 something that that I try and do with with the GB women. And and to be fair, I've got an absolute abundance of experience there. The likes of Amy Wilson Hardy, Abby Brown, Meg Jones. You know, they they're great tacticians, the sevens, and and they've got great rugby brains about it. So. You know, when they come to you know challenging me, they they will do it at the drop of a hat, and and I'll encourage that and and keep doing it. Sevens is that roadshow. You spend a heck of a lot of time with them, so you know even if you just take an airport, you you got to be there two or three hours before, and you got to hang around together, and then you're in the hotel, and you've got all the you know all the formal stuff, but there's a whole load of downtime that you spend with each other as well. Are you able to switch off? Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd probably say the players more more have that bit of downtime because if we've done our jobs right, the preparation is is done. You know, previous to tournaments, if I'm scrabbling around trying to think of stuff that we haven't covered in in the week of the tournament, you know, I've got the prep wrong. So from my point of view, that that um, you know, as a player, I want them to feel relaxed in 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 that week. You know, I want them to feel like they've got clarity. They've they've done their homework. Uh, it's all set, but from you know, from my point of view, coaching, being on the series the last few years, it, you know, there's there isn't that much downtime and there isn't much switching off time. I sort of end up lying in bed and and it, you know, even if it's even if it's uh, the time difference or or jet lags kicking in, I end up thinking about opposition and and watching opposition footage and and trying to figure out ways that we can get one up on people and and. You know, I think it's. Um, I think more so for the players. I think you 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 do need that ability to switch off and 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 relax and think. You know, to be fresh going into tournaments. But for me, you know, even post tournaments, you know, it's it's to the job, to to one on one reviews, to to preparation for the next one. They're coming so thick and fast. So, as I say, it's it, it is grueling in terms of. Um, in terms of that commitment, but you know, it's 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 not like bloody accountancy. So you know, I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm going to read this to you. I saw this this morning on social media. I'm going to read this to you. And let me know what you think. Rugby is a creative game where players must express themselves. Rugby is not an Excel spreadsheet. Stop measuring and start feeling. 
Yeah, uh, it's, it's hard to, to to not disagree with that. It's um, you know I, I I've got a great relationship with my SNC. Um, uh, I got to say James Nolan. Uh, you know I've been lucky to work with some great SNCs, uh, Robin Sound Taylor, and 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 you know James Nolan, who I'm working with currently. Who I experienced a bit of time with him uh, before with Wales Women. Um, you know, he went on to Leicester Tigers and uh, has, has come back to the GB program. And he is he is incredible at what he does, but he's very much focused on, you know, not numbers, not stats, not not PBs for this and that. It's it's very much his role is is getting the players you know, ready to the way that we want to play the game and, and the collaboration between myself and Jim, I, I, th- I think works really well. Um, as I say, you can, you can be blinded by, by, um, by stats and, and you can, you can manipulate stats to, to, you know, however the, the, you know, you want the conversation to go down, you know, it's, it's, they're moldable They're you know, they're, they're, they're so, um, you know, don't get me wrong. they <laughs> They can be used very effectively, especially for for return to play and and obviously worrying about meterage and high speed meterage and how much they've done in the week in terms of load. But but honestly, the the you know I, I would find it hard to disagree to that. It is very much a, a feeling game. Was that tweet by Finn Russell by any chance? <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't. But it was a sub that used to work with him. I uh, see. This is where I reckon. You, you know rugby, you've been in rugby, you've experienced it, but I reckon this is where being a sevens coach suits you down to the ground because you've got all that rugby, but you've also got the personality to work with people, to spend time with people, to keep things fresh, uh, emotionally intelligent. I reckon there's a huge amount in there that suits your skill set. These players, though, they're more than just players because you spend so much time with them. The bond that you make with a sevens squad, you know, just for ease of numbers going against everyone I've just quoted there, in a 15 squad, you've got, what, 40, 50 players. It's difficult to build a really strong relationship with all 50 of them. You're travelling to the other side of the world with 12 or 13 in a really small team. The bond must be really strong. Yeah, like like as you say, you 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 touched on it there. The 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 benefit that we have is is we do have a lot smaller squads. We do go to to pretty incredible places around around the world, um, and you know in pretty challenging environments. Which, as I say, adversity really strengthens those those bonds. Um, and we are playing a mental game, so you know it's it you know throw all that into the mix, and and you will get strong bonds. But you know I do believe um, you know I, I I love coaching fifteens. I've I've um, you know uh, I've still got ambitions to 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 you know experience uh, full professional fifteens coaching, and I I don't think my my philosophy in around how I approach. Um, my my social relationships with with players. I don't think it'd change in a 15s environment either. I just think it's harder. You've just got to work harder. There's more players. Uh, you've got to you've got to spend a lot of time over it. Um, you know to get the best of them. 
because those relationships are, are, are huge. Um, and and the way things are going, and, and you, you have to get that investment. They have to feel like, the players have to feel like you care enough to, to go that extra mile. And and for me, you know, it's it's... It's easier in sevens. It is easier in sevens, um, but it's something that that I think the world class fifteens coaches surround themselves by people that that will do the same. Um, you only got to look at some of the relationships that you know. I can I can sort of see firsthand in uh, having been in the WIU the relationships that people like Neil Jenkins had you know had had with with players and and. You know, uh, S&C and Bobby and and you know those guys in the round. You know, they 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 go the extra mile for him, and and that's really I think where where you know the game will, get, will keep getting stronger and stronger. Sevens is a it's a mental game, both psychologically and crazy. Um, so it it tends to attract some characters. When you're picking a squad, there might or not might there will often be a time where you're going with your gut you just have a feeling and it's probably that thing you can't really see. It's just, you feel that that person offers the most or you think they've got it for this tournament. How do you go about explaining that to people? How do you go about saying you're selected because, or maybe you're not selected because? Yeah. I think you just got to cut through the bullshit. I think that the players do respect honesty. I think when, when you try waffle your way through a, a, a gut feeling explanation or, you know, a, a, a situation, I think you've just got to be clear with your reasoning. Um, for me, it's, it's, yeah, it is, it is gut based. And, and you look at the, the time frames in terms of, you know, not just selecting a team, but while you're on there and, and making substitutions and, you know, having to speak to players after it or having to keep someone on or even even burning a substitute for, for you know, getting them back on the field and losing the chance to put someone on for the first time, I think. You know, it's it, it, it can be brutal, but you, you, you've just got to really, in my eyes, be honest and, and open and say, look, you know, this is... This is what I get paid for to make those decisions. If I'm wrong, I'm the first person, and I will be the first person to come in to you and say, "Yeah, I fucked that up. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I, I made that mistake, um, and that's on me. And I'll get better for it." And I think that once you show that sort of honest side, that the, the minute you start waffling, you'll lose them, um, and and you know there's not much coming back to that because that'll lead to a, a a distrust in 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 what you're trying to do and achieve. Amen. Love that. Uh, is it different coaching women? Yeah, I get asked this question a lot. Um, it's uh, it is it is. I I sort of had um, I had different different experiences. If I'm honest, I was experienced. The first time I experienced women uh, coaching was obviously in Wales and and leading the the Wales Sevens program. Then probably 2016 17. And then, you know, what you've got to bear in mind is that program was completely amateur. We were we were desperately figuring out ways of more contact with the players, more contact time with the players. There was there was so much wrong with the program uh, from a support point of view um, and battles that we were we were facing just to just to compete. Um, And for me, that that really 
gave me a feeling of insecurity about going back into the the, the women's coaching. Um, but I think, you know, in, in, and being really honest, it, it is one of the best decisions I ever made. I think um, for me, having players that, 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 you know, have experienced professionalism, the type of athletes that I've got, um, yeah, there are there are differences in and the way that the you know you speak about things. You have to you know you can't be as 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 blunt. There's a there's a bit more sort of questioning of the of the whys. There's a bit more time you you, you have to explain of, of why you're doing certain things. Um, but in but in general, you know the 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 women players they want to be they want to be you know treated like professionals. Um, they want that honesty, which is which is no different to the men. Um, you know, as I say, there, there are things that, you know, I would, I would say from the first time I experienced women's coaching, it was much down the line of when we saw emotion or we saw, you know, that was, well, this can't happen. Come on, we're professional rugby players, you know, and I was very much down the line of, yeah, come on, this is, you know, shake it off. It's fine. You know, we're, we're, we're not dealing with this. And, and probably the way I've evolved is, is really trying to embrace the differences, I suppose, is is what we're trying to do in GB. Is yeah, the, you know, it, it is different coaching men and women. We'll we'll embrace it, embrace the emotion. Nothing, nothing is nothing is wrong here in this program. In 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 terms of that, and and you know, if 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 we're in that sort of open and honest space, then then we can have these discussions, and we can you know, uh, we wouldn't shy away from having awkward conversations about periods or white shorts or you know just emotion and stuff that we're actually trying to 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 push the boundaries on that and and really become tighter off the field because of it and i think really it's 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 something that that the program's doing well and and the girls are keeping the staff honest with it and and vice versa hopefully to me the the female players are still accessible because they've not become superstars yet they're still accessible they still engage you know you see a lot of female players at their clubs and after games they're able to take selfies and sign pictures and there's phenomenal role models but you've got some of the certainly in in gb you've got some of the biggest personalities and biggest players from the the nations how have you found putting them together yeah, it's good. Uh, I, I honestly, I've found that personalities are, are, are so important in this game. I think um, you know, you, you you do end up having to go to so many dark places that the personalities that light up a room always help in 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 those circumstances. I think that you're right. I think the 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 women's game, some of the some of the players that you're talking about. Um, you know your 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 Jazz Joyce's, your Meg Jones. You know these these players are super approachable. They want they they a lot of their whys are regarding legacy and you know lighting the way for the for the next generation and you know m- making it very clear that that this can be an avenue of 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 any young girl in 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 Britain if 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 they want this and you know that that. You know they do it in a way that is 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 brilliant. They're they're very visible on on social media. They're very engaging off the field. Uh, we look to try and do those. Um, you know the school visits wherever we are and, and sort of developing that. And I think that 
that you know and I've I've got to credit the players there. They are brilliant at it, and some of the content that's coming out from from the GB site is is excellent and really engaging uh, to to a lot of people. So as I say, yeah, the, the the big personalities are always good. I've never I've never worried about um, you know managing big personalities because. Um, you know, there's been so many in the game, you know, that's, that's, I don't think I've ever played in a team without big personalities. And it's, it's uh, part and parcel of, of, you know, of rugby and, 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 you know, how, how we go about it. I think that, that, you know, to play such a physically demanding mental sport as in sevens, you know, if you are dull as dishwater, it's going to be, a, you know, a hard bit of graft, but if you're out there and, and, really expressing yourself and, and your personality. I think it's um it's it's a game you can just keep excelling in. We uh when I was down at the Sevens Commonwealth Game Sevens with my with my daughters, we went and had a chat to Meg and Celia and uh, they were just gold, absolutely gold. and Meg Jones gave obviously Scottish family gave my youngest Katie a Team England bag that she now she now uses with huge pride that she got from Meg Jones. <laughs> now talking to big personalities, I've known Rona Lloyd since she was about eleven years old. Big personality. Are you ready to ram that ukulele where the sun doesn't shine yet? Or is it still a novelty? Not at all. Do you want to know the reason why? Because I've just found out she's got a Welsh father. So she does indeed. Big so, Bobby Lloyd, you know, he's some man. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I knew I loved him for a reason. Uh, and that ukulele playing has got so much easier now. I know she's half Welsh. Um, no, she's yeah, she's she's brilliant in the group. Uh, we we missed her when she came from the World Cup and and obviously took a thumb injury um, and needed an op. So you know, in terms of her start to her GB career, it was a challenge. But but one she's she's absolutely smashed. Um, you know she's bought into all the off field stuff. The the S and C. Uh, she's worked really hard. She deserved her crack last week. Um, and and really to have um, you know weapons like I've got out out wide uh, in Jazz Rona Gracie. You know they 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 they're real wheels. And um, as I say, it's 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 going to be a, a good old challenge. Um, for those players to get selected, but you know, as I say, you know, Rona's got a great a great mindset around it, as 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 all three of them have, and and it will be interesting to watch. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch. Now we're we're getting closer and closer to the Olympics. That that must be just so exciting. Yes, yeah, just trying to keep 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 my pants on, really. Just in terms <laughs> of just not get too excited and start waving them around my head. It's 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 look we've got to we we've got to take each step take each tournament we're we're in a position that that um you know we 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 wanted that top 4 um uh, but we were also realistic to know you know fitting in you know a, a a new side i say a new side a large proportion of them were the english side from from last year um but you know, we, we had new frameworks, you know, a, a completely different defence. And and really, I've had such fantastic buy-in uh, from the group there that, that it's really given me a lot of a lot of confidence going forward to, to push for that Olympic qualification. It's great knowing it's there, um, knowing that, you know, that tournament is, is around the corner. Um, and I think it will drive the players to some pretty, pretty special places on the field. But for me, it's um, I, I I just want to keep pushing forward every every tournament and and doing something better um, because you know the Olympics isn't going to be won next week, 
um, we, we have to take that mentality of, right, Hong Kong's next, or we've actually got a camp in Scotland, then Hong Kong's next. Um, you know, then very quickly after that is is to lose. And then all of a sudden you're into Rugby Europe, you're, you're two Rugby Europe's and you're, you're Olympic qualifier. And come the end of June, uh, you know, July, we'll, we'll know if uh, we need another opportunity to get into the Olympics or, or we're qualified. And I think, um, you know, you've got to keep, keep focused on on actually what you can control and not look too far ahead in that. I, even though that, you know, that's pretty much my job to sort of get the team humming and, and buzzing by the time by the time that uh that Olympics comes about. But for us it's that next as cheesy and cliche as it is, that that next tournament, next game mentality. We we got New Zealand, Canada and and Hong Kong and I'm not looking past that. Um, you know, and and yeah, that's that's currently where we are. Yeah, well, go for it. Get it done sooner rather than later, please. How do you how do you deal when one of your players has to go through what Abby Burton's gone through? Ah, you know, it's incredible. Um, you know, I, I can remember sitting down with Kieran Beatty and Charlie Hater, and really uh, just just being ex- uh, talked to by the the doctor of of what she went through, and me and Kieran just sat there with our mouths open, um, and just you know being in awe of of you know the 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 journey that 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 player has, has undertaken. I think it's um, it's it's mind blowing, um, and you know as much as I've got um, as much as I've got the world of respect and, and find it really inspiring, I think. What I owe to Abby is to 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 make sure that that she is ready to go, um, and that's all sort of I'm focused on at the minute with Abby is is you know she needs to earn the right and me not to think about anything you know else than than her current form, her current physical condition, you know where where she is on that, and when she is selected, then you know she's earned that and and she's she's deserved it. She is very single-minded she's very um very dedicated very committed uh, to her craft um she's as i say what she's been through is is has given her some mental strength which um you know amazes me but you know at, at the end of the day it's um you know, I, I, I've got her in uh, next camp now and she's full go with with uh, full combat sessions. She's fully live. She's she's got the green light. So she's she's taking the reins of the shackles off and, and, and going for it and trying to push for selection. And I'm just trying to look at it um, respectively. Like I just want her to be earning that that shot and, and ready to go. And, you know, I, I, I think she can achieve incredible things, but she's... Um, she, she's she's had a hell of a battle. It's mind blowing. Yeah, gee, she has. And uh, your skipper or one of your skippers just reached a decent milestone last week indoors in Canada. She's a class act, isn't she? Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's. Um, you know, it's it's. I, it was one of those things where I came into the program and uh, Rodders uh, and Scotty Forrest had, had said they went down the whole co-captains route, and um, you know, for me, I, w- I was like, well, just. You know, we've got a captain. It's fine. You know, we'll, we'll, I'll choose a captain. And then the minute you you had one to ones with them, uh, and they they were like yin and yang. They, they 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 do. You know, Meg takes way more of a sort of a hard nosed approach to leadership, and and Abby is definitely um, a, a little bit more uh, um, 
you know, easy on the year in terms of her, her leadership style. Um, and, and it just works. They, they, they both work fantastically together. Um, as I say, they bounce off each other. They both challenge me. Um, as I say, it's, it's great to have, have, have both of them as leaders in the group. Um, and they've slotted into it effortlessly. And, um, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it was an easy choice. The, the Aussies and the Kiwis are, are just flying at the moment. It just seems like those programs are getting better in the, in the 15s game, obviously the English women and the Kiwi women are, are pretty far ahead. Do you think about that at all? Or are you just looking after what you've got? No, I think that, that, you know, it's, it's, it's wrong of me not to think about it. I, I, I want to be, uh, I, I want the players to be, to be challenging, you know, currently they're the, Clear and clear and apart the, the the two best sides in in the series at the minute. Um, you know, there's a lot of players that have, have have been together for a long time in those programs, and and you know have experienced um, some pretty incredible things together. But you know, for 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 me, it's yeah, I want to take shots at them. Um, you know, we we started this series um, and had sort of two one score games in with with New Zealand, and you know, really sort of uh, you know really sort of took it to them. I think we we struggled to get a read on them in the last tournament. Um they they were playing some outstanding sevens and and thoroughly deserved their crown. I thought some of the sevens they played was excellent. Um but it's yeah it, it, look you 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 want to aspire to 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 a team like them but you know as I say we're gonna do it our way. We've got different ways of doing things. We've got some different players um and and for me it's yeah, it's going to be taking taking you know chips away at them, chips away at them, and and leading into that you know tournament when we actually need to, and hopefully you know it being the Olympics, we we can take scalps and you know to be the best team in the world. That's what we're going to have to do. Nice. I've taken up a lot of your time, so we're we're getting there. I'm intrigued though. If you could only go back to one tournament, or if you could take your squad to one tournament, where would it be? Oh. Uh... I loved Mado Plata. They we we had a uh, a tournament in Argentina. That was that was a pretty special one. Um, yeah, I I I definitely say uh, that's up there. You know, in 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 fairness, Kenya is a, a brilliant place to go um, in terms of life experience, in terms of the players playing in such a difficult environment. You know, the heat, um, the food, the you know the the training pitches. That you know the the, you know, to go out there and perform is is a real challenge, and then you've got you know the the bonus that you know Kenyans are, f- are fantastic. You know, people they're they're you know they've got you know a great culture out there. It's and you you've got life experiences like the the safari on your doorstep, and you know it's it's yeah they, they, that'd be pretty special to 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 take a team. But as I say, there's 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 a fair few I think I could choose from. When when you take them to Hong Kong, are you able to show them a few dark corners? Oh, 100% not. Uh, no, no, not the places that, that Terry holds his management meetings. Uh, we're definitely not going to that place. Uh, yeah, Lang Kwai Fong and uh, Wang Chai are definitely banned. Um, it's, uh, yeah, unfortunately, Samurai management might be there, but but Great Britain management will not be. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll believe that. I'll believe that. I'll keep an eye on social media. Yeah. Uh, Right, I didn't prompt you for this bit, but at the end of this, I ask people to finish a sentence. So, for you, happiness is sevens. Sevens, easy as you like. 
Shit, I was going to say my kids, and then you know I'd probably get absolutely battered for that. But all my wife, all my new wife. Oh yeah, her as well. <laughs> no, I'm taking that. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm You're going to need the editing tool for that for me. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> well, I've absolutely loved speaking to you, and like you said before, we could probably go on for hours. So when you qualify for the Olympics, you can come back and we'll do a preview. Sounds perfect, mate. Happy you're, days. You're an absolute star. Thank you, sir. Good man, Tom. Absolutely loved that. Uh, and there's a lot in there and there's a lot, lot more. And I know that his players will absolutely love working for him. You've, you've heard the kind of guy he is. And I think that desire to go and achieve now, but there's probably some more in the tank for some 15s too. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, you can go and have a look at our back catalogue on Apple, Acast and Spotify. Please subscribe, download, give it a review if you've enjoyed and look out for more episodes coming up. My name is Bruce Edgson from the Happiness Is podcast and my happiness is egg-shaped. Look after yourselves and I'll speak to you all very, very soon. Thank you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.